Welcome to Insights, a production of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Insights is an audio podcast that provides perspective on the opportunities and uncertainties facing investors today. Today's program, the Market Insights Notes on the Week Ahead. The week ahead will be dominated by a reassessment of risks, which for the most part appear to be diminishing. In particular, markets should react well to some easing in trade tensions and greater clarity in U.S. monetary policy. In addition, global growth, while not as strong as a year ago, appears to be holding in okay and should revive with diminished trade uncertainty. In the U.S., the risks from a potential government shutdown are minor, and while the economy still shows signs of slowing growth, this still looks like a smooth landing, definitive enough to keep inflation at bay, but still soft enough to extend both the economic expansion and the bull market in equities into their 11th years. On trade, the most important piece of news over the weekend was the outcome of the G20 talks between President Trump and President Xi. The White House statement was upbeat, characterizing the talks as a highly successful meeting. In terms of substance, the Chinese promised to increase imports of agricultural, energy and industrial products from the United States. The U.S. agreed to suspend the scheduled January 1st move from a 10% tariff to a 25% tariff on $200 billion of Chinese goods for the next 90 days, while both sides negotiate on structural changes. While the most important issues, including forced technology transfer, remain to be negotiated, the willingness to talk rather than escalate at this juncture should be seen as a positive for markets, since it suggests that both sides are aware of the damage that a growing China-US trade war could do to both economies as well as the global economy in general. This should increase the odds of some agreement in 2019, which, although not reducing the US trade deficit overall, could address some of America's specific grievances with China in the area of trade. The Fed. A second big issue this week is the pace of Fed tightening in 2019. In testimony to the Congress's Joint Economic Committee on Wednesday, Chairman Powell is likely to clear up some confusion which he himself caused on the subject over the past two months. At a conference at the start of October, in an onstage conversation with Judy Woodruff of PBS, Mr. Powell announced from a question said the following. Interest rates are still accommodative, but we are gradually moving to a place where they will be neutral. We may go past neutral, but we're a long way from neutral at this point, probably. Now, taken literally, these remarks should not have been much of a surprise. At the FOMC meeting a week earlier, the Fed had raised the federal funds rate to a range of 2 to 2.25%. However, in their projections of economic variables, the median forecast for the long-run level of the federal funds rate, assuming optimal policy, came in at 3.0%. Given that the Fed has been moving in increments of just 0.25% per quarter, if Powell believed that 3% was a neutral number, it wouldn't have been unreasonable to say that we were a long way from neutral. Also, a majority of FOMC members did think the rate should go slightly above that number. However, while Powell's comments were a reasonable characterization of the Fed's position, they contributed to rising long-term rates in an ugly stock market in October. Consequently, When speaking to the Economic Club of New York last week, Chair Powell struck a more dovish tone, saying, Interest rates are still low by historical standards, and they remain just below the broad range of estimates that would be neutral for the economy. That is neither speeding up nor slowing down growth. Sounds more dovish, right? Just below is different from a long way from. Well, not exactly. When the FOMC members produce their forecasts, the Fed publishes not only the median numbers, but also the range of those estimates. In September, the range of estimates for the long-run policy-appropriate federal funds rate was 2.5% to 3.5%. 
Since the rate is currently between 2 and 2.25%, two and it is clearly just under the broad range of estimates uh, that Chairman Powell mentioned. Importantly, a day before Chairman Powell's speech, Vice Chairman Richard Clarida used exactly the same formulation of speech, noting that the real federal funds rate today is just below the range of longer-run estimates presented in the September SEP, or Summary of the Economic Projections. Clearly, the Fed is simply trying to calm the markets by its tone without conceding anything on its plans to continue tightening at a very moderate pace in 2019. If Chairman Powell's Wednesday testimony makes this clear, long-term interest rates are likely to begin to move up again, albeit at a more moderate pace. A third issue this week is the potential for a federal government shutdown in December. This problem could have come to a head this week, with the government running out of money on December 7th. However, both parties may agree to pass a one-week funding bill to delay the fight until after the funeral of former President Bush. While the political battle resumes, the main sticking point is the President's insistence on $5 billion for border security and the offer by House and Senate negotiators of $1.6 billion. While this, while this difference may eventually lead to a temporary government shutdown, it's likely the peace will break out before Christmas, and the impact on the US economy should be minimal. Finally, in the week ahead, investors will have plenty to consider on growth. Global manufacturing PMI data coming in overnight are, are a mixed bag, with the UK, the Eurozone, Russia and India doing a little bit better than expected, but weakness in Japan, Korea and Taiwan perhaps indicating further negative fallout from trade tensions. If trade tensions ease in the months ahead, global economic momentum should see a revival in early 2019. In the US, by contrast, the months ahead should see some further moderation in growth, as the stimulus of effects of the tax cut wear off. This week's numbers on manufacturing and non-manufacturing PMIs should be solid, but light vehicle sales could slow, reflecting the fact that in the 10th year of an economic expansion, there is no pent-up demand for autos, any more than there is for houses. Trade data due out on Thursday should show a continued rise in the trade deficit as retailers try to stock their shelves ahead of higher tariffs. Friday's jobs report should look strong, with over 200,000 jobs added and the unemployment rate potentially falling to a fresh 50-year low of 3.6%. However, wages should grow more slowly than in the last month's report, and slower demand growth today should lead to less labour market tightening in the months ahead, suggesting the US economy is still unlikely to overheat. In summary, following a volatile few months, some of the uncertainties battering markets are diminishing. But as we head towards 2019, investors may want to consider if they are positioned correctly for a world of stronger growth overseas, slower growth here in the U.S., and some further mild increases in U.S. interest rates. Well, that's it for this week. Please tune in again next week. And if you have any questions in the meantime, please reach out to your J.P. Morgan representative. This content has been produced for information purposes only. And as such, the views contained herein are not to be taken as advice or recommendation to buy or sell any investment or interest thereto. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the recipient. The material was prepared without regard to specific objectives, financial situation, or needs of any particular receiver. Any research in this asset has been obtained and may have been acted upon by J.P. Morgan Asset Management for its own purpose. The results of such research are being made available as additional information and do not necessarily reflect the views of J.P. Morgan Asset Management. Any forecasts, figures, opinions, statements of financial market trends, or investment techniques and strategies expressed are those of J.P. Morgan Asset Management, unless otherwise stated, as of the date of production. They are considered to be reliable at that time, but no warranty as to the accuracy and reliability or completeness in respect of any error or omission is accepted. They may be subject to change without reference or notification to you.
J.P. Morgan Asset Management is the brand for the asset management business of J.P. Morgan Chase & Company and its affiliates worldwide. J.P. Morgan Distribution Services Incorporated. Copyright 2018. J.P. Morgan Chase & Company.